Welcome to the Life Atelier podcast and your Life Atelier moment with me, Emma LaBelle, your host. So today I want to talk to you about the levers. I call them the levers. <laughs> they sound, we knew a family called the levers when I was growing up, so now I'm like, no, not those ones. Like, just imagine that you're driving and you've got a dashboard in front of you and there are different things, you know, or like you've got an old style plane from the olden days and there are these levers that you can pull and they're going to make the plane go up or go down or, you know, just control the temperatures a little bit. Now, most of us, we feel like we are just kind of reacting to things. We don't feel like we have control over stuff, okay? Somebody does something, there's a circumstance, we get angry. And this is really interesting on a cultural level as well, because something that I noticed is that, for example, in Spanish, the structure will be, this is making me angry, okay? Whereas in English, so again, there's that like blame on the external thing, that responsibility for the anger being on the external thing. In English, we'll say, I feel angry. And when we say, I feel angry, we take that to mean a truth in the same way as, you know, I am hungry or I am cold, right? But anger is an experience that's created by the thoughts that we have around it. Now, we'll dive into all of these things next week when in the Life Balance Retreat, we'll be doing the work on upgrading your brain and understanding when something is a thought or when it's a feeling. This week in the Life Balance Retreat, it's all about foundations. And we're talking about the ways that you can create more flow and you can minimize friction. So I wanted to create this podcast both for my students who are doing the Life Balance Retreat, but also for members of the Life Atelier community, the free community and the podcast community, to just introduce you to the fact that you have a lot more control over how you experience the world, over how you experience the day than you might think. And that is the three levers, okay? So lever number one is empathy. And I find this really, really interesting because empathy is a place that we don't necessarily think of using as a tool. So I'm going to give you an example of (laughs) somewhere that I've been using empathy quite a lot. You may or may not know, I've been experimenting with the dating app Bumble for the last couple of months and like having, (laughs) having a blast. It has been really fun. It's also sometimes been really overwhelming, right? And so there have been lots of learnings from that experience. One of the things I might have mentioned previously is that, you know, normally I don't have notifications on my phone at all, none. My phone is always in one type of focus or another unless I take it off to check my messages. And so when I first downloaded the app and there's this like swipe function, my brain was like overloaded, just absolutely overloaded with, you know, the swiping, the pinging, like all of these things. There's also something that I hadn't prepared for, which is the energy of lots of different people entering your world and then closing those loops of, okay, I've been introduced to this person, but now I don't necessarily want to continue the contact with them. And how do I How do I close that contact? How do I navigate that energy flow that's coming in and out? You know, when it's a client, it's very simple. They pay you for a specific service. When the service finishes, you can stay in contact in another situation, let's say on social media or by the email list, 
or that's the end of that relationship, right? So it's a really great opportunity to notice how I'm treating those interactions in the rest of my life as well. But where empathy comes in is that when you're using something like a dating app and you're noticing that there are lots of people, if you apply empathy, when I say like notice lots of people, my brain just trailed off because I got a mental image of some of the people whose profile pictures I've seen and yeah, they look a little odd, right? And what we can do is we can approach this without empathy and we can get defensive and we can get frustrated and we can think that people are being deliberately difficult or weird or, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we could just have a lot of different emotions. But when we approach it with empathy, something that I do is I just think, wow, like everyone is on here trying to show them best, their best selves. They're trying to connect with another human through a couple of photographs and words. When you think of how much connection, when you're meeting somebody in real life, how many things you're reading, the body language, you know, even like smell, like do I like the smell of this person, their temperature, you know, the, um, the way that they're engaging with things, how they're talking to other people. You know, someone can be really shy, but they're really polite and they're really nice to like the waiting staff. And you find that very attractive in a person, you know? And so I just suddenly thought like, okay, when I apply empathy to these people, you know, what do I want to do? How does that change my experience? And actually it makes it a lot more fun. Actually, it means that I behave in a way that I would like to be treated. I realize that, okay, it's fine if I connect with somebody and they don't like me in that way because I'm also connecting with people and not liking them in that way. And that's okay. How do I want to let them know that I think, you know, I'm glad they came into my world. I'm glad we had this experience, but I don't want to continue. Okay, how do I want to negotiate that? right? So empathy takes us out of defensiveness and reactivity and into curiosity and into compassion. Not self-compassion, that's the next one, but compassion for others. And that's a lever, like we can turn it up, right? If we notice that actually I'm not feeling great right now, all right, let's play with the empathy lever. Let's turn up the empathy lever. Now the second one, self-compassion. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Well, it's not a very risky one because I am pretty certain whoever is listening to this, you can increase your self-compassion. We can always increase the level of our self-compassion. And I would even say the bigger the fuck up, the bigger the thing that you've done that's awful, the higher the level of self-compassion required. Okay, so again, if we notice we're not getting the results that we want, something that I've been doing the last seven days is a goal setting and goal achieving process that I've tried previously in the past. I've had some interesting results from it, but not the results that I wanted to. And this time round, I'm really slowing down and I'm applying the tools that I've learned and I use to this process. And what I've noticed is the gap between where I want to be and where I am can be closed with self-compassion because when I don't increase my self-compassion, I push myself to not cook proper food, okay? I tell myself I don't have time. Or I tell myself that I'll do the social things later. I'll skip yoga, right? 
when I increase that self-compassion, and I put a little post about this on Instagram on Friday with like the failure lab, where I noticed that I hadn't achieved what I wanted to do on Thursday, and the instinct was to cancel the things that I had planned. One of those things was to go to my yoga studio. And what I really love, in the space of 10 days, that date with the yoga studio has become a non-negotiable. My brain now understands that I go to the yoga, the yoga, <laughs> the yoga studio, I go there because that is my investment in myself. And my investment in myself is my investment in my business. And my investment in my business is my investment in my long-term contribution to the world. Now, when I first started to do that, my brain wasn't on board with that. Going to the yoga studio felt like a luxury, right? And it's expensive. One person might say it's expensive. I have to pay for the toll road. I have to pay for city center parking. I have to pay for the studio, all these different things. There might be someone that says, oh, just do it at home. But for me, it's not expensive because the, the things, the benefits that I get, every time I go to the coaching studio, to the yoga studio, and I experience working with an expert who I'm gonna call a yoga coach, it reminds me how important it is for me to create that space in my own business and the value of that for other people. It helps me to connect with my body. Maybe I would not have noticed that self-compassion gap in relation to how I'm treating my body this week if I hadn't been going to yoga two to three times a week, right? It's helping me close that gap. So I want you to just take a moment, look at the week ahead of you, or look at the week behind you. Let's start with looking at the week behind you. And just notice, okay, where are the failures? Where are the things that you're not happy with? And what could be different if you turned up your self-compassion dial? We've moved it, it's not a lever anymore, it's a dial. Let's move it up, right? Okay, and now let's look at the week ahead. So you can take a look at your calendar, or you can just have a think about what's coming up. And just ask yourself, having adjusted the level of self-compassion, thinking about how that's going to impact your results, where do you want to put your anchors in the week? So for me, it's my yoga studio appointments, okay? If I go on a date, it's going to be after or before the yoga session. If I meet someone, a friend for coffee, it's going to be around the yoga session because I'm already going into the center, so that's when it's going to happen, okay? Those are immovable in the way that my dog walks are immovable, okay? The dog walks became a priority years ago. It is not, if you said to me like, oh, why don't you skip Rita's walk so that you can do this thing? No, like, shall I stop cleaning my teeth as well? <laughs> okay, so we want to move those things to the place where they are just like they happen, the way gravity is gravity, the way rain falls, because rain falls, okay? But it's a journey, so don't worry if right now it feels like it costs more energy. That's okay, we're going little by little. Now your third lever is your focus, and we want to just think about, is your focus directed externally or internally? And where do you want it to be for the context you're in? So, give you an example. If you run your own business and you are thinking about selling, but the selling isn't happening, or you're delivering uh, a presentation, or you're preparing an email for people in your work, 
or you're thinking about, you know, your children, your family, like whatever, any of these things, okay, and you're feeling not good about it. Now, usually we're not feeling good about something either because it's not in alignment with our authenticity, and that's a different case because then we need to, <laughs> we need to get aligned, we need a different set of tools, or it's because we're focused on how we feel and how we will experience it rather than them, okay? Oh, my writing isn't good enough. Oh, I look tired. You know, the number of times that I'll do a little video for Instagram and I think, fuck, I look exhausted. But then I just think, you know what? Is it more important that my community learns this little tidbit? Or, tidbit, tidbit. <laughs> good job I don't edit these moments. Okay, or is it more important that I feel good about how I look? Of course, it's more important for my community. Now, does that mean I want to post videos where I look absolutely awful and people are worried about me? No, right? You know, generally I'll try and I'll put some lipstick on or a bit of blush or something. But also, rather than allowing that insecurity to grow to the point where I don't want to post unless I've got perfect lighting and I'm using a filter and I'm presenting a version of myself that isn't real, rather than do that, I'm gonna just refocus my focus and look at right now, where does it need to be? Okay, for what I want to achieve, right now it needs to be on them. Now, at other times we want our focus to turn back inwards towards us, okay? And this could be if you are people-pleasing or if somebody is pushing one of your boundaries, okay? And in that situation, it may feel like the easiest thing is to just give in and to do what we've done before. But when we bring our focus back in and we say, wait a minute, what have I said is my priority? What am I going to do? Okay, let's take the decision from that place. Then we're taking decisions that create flow, they remove friction, they create space, okay? And they help us to have a completely different experience in our lives and our days, and also to create different results. So, lovely, beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful humans. This week, we have the Life Atelier Life Balance Retreat. It is a course, it is the signature course inside the Life Atelier Coaching Studio, my membership. There are three levels. You can join self-study, you can join level two. So level one is self-study, level two is with group coaching. We have three group sessions a week, the first three weeks of the month. Monday, voice and visibility. Tuesday is prune and bloom coaching sessions. I love that name. And Thursday, minimalist business sessions. And there's also level three, while I have space on my calendar, where you can add in one-to-one -one sessions too. So this week coming up, on Monday, the lesson in the Life Balance Retreat will be about removing friction to create flow. Tuesday, we're looking at rituals to set yourself up for success. Three, we're untangling who you were which has brought you to where you are. On Thursday, we're gonna look at who are you right now, okay? What are the things that make you you so that we can really get back to that authenticity piece? And then on Friday, one of my absolute favorite tools, who will you be, okay? What's coming in your future? 
So if you want to learn more, you want to sign up, you want to join, I've got a flash sale, which is 50% off the annual memberships, level one, level two, level three. Um, and there'll be a link in this podcast, above, under, around, wherever it is. And I will see you in our next podcast.